everyone. Welcome back to the Apopolis Podcast. This is our first episode of 2023. In 2022, we wrapped up with Jenna, uh, who was a Connection Award recipient, a graduate from last year. And she talks about the value that she received from being a member on Upopolis. So pop back and listen to that. But now today, I'm Kristen Nogler, host of Upopolis Podcast, Child Life Specialist, and Upopolis' National Program Manager. And I invite you to join me for episode 37, where we'll answer a question that came from a teacher about what does Upopolis look like for her students if she was to refer them there? What value are they getting? What are they seeing? What are they participating in? So we're going to take a deep dive into that. But first, I just wanted to say Happy Child Life Month to all the child life specialists out there, all those people that work in child life services. I know it's also Music Therapy Month. I think it might be Social Work Month. So just sending a big shout out to all of you guys, pharmacists as well, um, who are celebrating their profession this month. Just as a little refresher, if you work with youth 10 to 18 who are navigating a medical diagnosis, one of their siblings or more, if you are working with youth who are dealing with grief as a result of the death of someone in their life, or you know a youth who is um, living with a parent who's dealing with a critical illness, that's what Eupopolis is for, those youth, to give them access to peer support, to give them access to reliable resources that are written for them to help them get back that control and that independence as they navigate and sort through some information um, in a safe way because Eupopolis is monitored, you can join by referral. And we do ask that if you have a question about how to get access to Eupopolis, to whether or not you're a youth or a referrer, and you want to know how to get youth connected, just reach out to us at support at upopolis.com. We're happy to help. Episode 37 taking a deeper dive into what does Upopolis look like and offer the value in it for youth. First off, our outcomes that we're looking for, the benefits that we want youth to get from Upopolis is that we want them to connect, to build, and to inspire. So by connecting, we want them to connect with other peers. Peer support is so crucial at this time in their lives. So we want them to share those experiences and help them to realize that they're feelings and what they're going through, um, the emotions that come along with that are understood and valid. And sometimes you're going through these things and maybe nobody in your class, nobody in your community um, who's your age is going through them. So it's nice to have a place where you can go that you don't have to go anywhere because it's online, it's virtual, to be able to connect with those youth um, who get it because they're in a similar situation. We want to build, we want to give youth access to resources, whether or not that's one of our team of child life specialists to be able to ask questions and help them find answers or to help them with workshops involvement or project involvement so that they can work through and process or build new skills. But we want to really give them information about their diagnosis or about grief, um, about procedures, um, so that they can really, you know, foster resilience and understanding of everything. And independence, like I said, is so key at this time in their life. They're just starting to get that ability to take a bit of control over things in situations like this can sometimes draw that back like a regression in your development. So we're really wanting to make sure that there's a library, that there's resources within Eupopolis that they have access to that 
families and healthcare professionals and people that work in organizations who are referring these youth can have comfort in knowing that our team of child life specialists is vetting. They're reading, they're sharing only resources that are written with youth in mind that come from reliable sources. We're developing resources and sharing them on there. It's from experts in the field, the content that youth are getting access to. So they're not out there on the World Wide Web just searching up everything and relying on Dr. Google for all the answers. We want to inspire youth. We want to inspire them to feel less isolated, um, to feel more empowered and doing this through connecting by others who are going through similar experiences. Um, so that, those are our three goals, the three outcomes that we want to have for youth and what it looks like when they join our platform, what you originally started as 15 years ago. So we have connected well over 1500 youth, um, more than that. Um, but that's just to give you an idea of how many youth have been like involved in the program. There's currently, you know, over 400 youth who are registered on our brand new platform that we relaunched. Um, and we have like the different islands. So it gives them access to that larger community. And the original thing is the platform, the online community where they can go. It's kind of like um, online community that you would think of as like social media, but it's so much more than social media. And it's so much better because it is protected um, and it is reliable. And so it gives youth access to that larger community. So say you are a youth um, who is navigating a medical diagnosis. So you have access to a whole community of youth who are also going through medical diagnosis. Maybe not the same medical diagnosis, but on medical diagnosis. And so there's a lot of similarities that come with that. But then there's a lot of uniquenesses that come with going through a specific diagnosis. So youth have the opportunity to join smaller groups or smaller communities within the big Eupopolis community where they can talk about more specific things um, related to their diagnosis or their experience. Maybe they've experienced the death of a mom or maybe it's a sibling. So they can kind of niche things down a little bit to make their community a little bit smaller, that experience a little more similar. We know that every experience is is unique, but there is a lot of similarities or there are a lot of lessons learned that can be shared that would be helpful to one another and a lot of support that can be offered from youth to youth. On that community, they have their news feed, which is populated by the content of their friends and the groups they belong to. Also has like a resource section. So there's a couple of ways we deliver those. We have a group that is called You Know, and Jess, one of our child life specialists, is phenomenal at filling that with content and resources, links to great reputable websites out there, or brochures or different things that have been published by other organizations that are reputable. We share those things. We want youth to know where can you go for resources that are reliable, kind of getting them to look at where did this resource come from before they believe it to be tried and true. So we share those resources, but then we also create resources. Our team does. We are experts in helping um, our study and our education is in helping support youth navigating serious or stressful life events. We work in hospitals, we work in schools, we work in grief organizations as child life specialists and independently. And so using that expertise to create content for them, um, as well as 
working with the youth to create content too. So in those document sections or in those specific groups for coping skills or medical information, that's where we share our resources. And it kind of looks like a filing cabinet of resources. Like you can click on medical diagnosis and you can get a list of diagnoses and click on that to get more information on a specific diagnosis. Click on the item in the list. Or you can click on coping strategies and it will talk about things like journaling, breathing techniques, grounding techniques, and you click on which one you're interested in learning. So you're kind of like opening the file drawers. In the platform, the online platform, they also have access to contests. So I talked about processing things, sharing things, gives them an opportunity, youth an opportunity to share some of the things they learned, um, to have a little fun, to win some prizes, uh, to offer and add value to, to the community. And just that whole experience is a processing and growing experience for them. We do things like you meet. So we have that platform. Youth can go on, they can connect, they can read the posts that we do on a regular basis. So I should mention that there is like self-care Sunday where every Sunday our child life team posts a self-care idea. There is a day that are, it's called, you know, it's Wednesday where every day just shares about resources that she finds that youth might find interesting. So there are different days of different things. Um, there's a wonders or I forget exactly what Melissa calls it on our grief one, but it's like Wednesday wonders. And so that's things that teens are wondering about around grief that she can share with them answers and resources or guide them to where they need to go to work on or answer those questions that they're looking for. So those types of things um, happen within the Upopolis platform, that online community. Then our Child Life team offers virtual events. So maybe it is Melissa running a grief group or a grief meetup where youth can just come and chat and she facilitates um, or an activity or facilitates a discussion. Maybe it's more structured group. Um, they run several times throughout the year where you can participate in groups for several weeks in a row or continue to be in those groups. And that's where you would actually um, think of like a structured grief group that you would go to maybe in person. That's what would happen in those sessions. But then just the you meets would be more of a one-time thing, maybe just a fun games night to be able to connect and get to know each other. We know building relationships is key. So we sometimes just want to balance the fun and the serious with having things like fun games nights. So Becky and Jess or Melissa, depending on which community it is, they will run a you meet, which is usually like a skill building exercise. Maybe it is um, journaling. Maybe it's um, exploring the idea of using loose parts to show your understanding of things. Um, maybe it is story mapping, um, vision board making, sharing of resources. But then there's fun games nights, which is just like it sounds. Um, games that you can play um, on online with one another through our virtual through our virtual meetup. So those things are happening on the site and youth get access to those. And of course, they participate and engage in the way that meets their needs best. So we have lots of opportunities and options for them. In the main Upopolis, which is for medical diagnosis, 
like I said, they can niche it down to their specific diagnosis or they can engage in the bigger community. We also give them the opportunity to add um, their own groups so they can add some fun content in there as well. Or they could be the expert in talking about things like Star Wars or hockey or do-it-yourself crafts, different things like that. They have the opportunity to just share and be a part of a community um, that is of their own special interest. In the islands, we stick a little bit more to the reason why they're at the platform, but on the main Eupopolis, because we know some of those youth are hanging out in hospitals for big chunks of time and that type of thing. We want to give them opportunities to balance the fun and the serious. I did mention the diagnosis-specific groups, which we call CRUs, um, and there's over 27 of them. And what I think is important to think about those is that, say you have hearing loss, or you use a hearing device, or you're someone living with CF or Crohn's, if you want, you can go in and niche it down and meet the community of people. And how you do that is you go into that group. There's a members list and you can see what other youth have joined because they have that similar diagnosis. And then you can reach out and ask them to be friends if you want, or you can just communicate with them with that group. It also allows us to have a document section specifically in that group for information related to that diagnosis. So they don't have to maybe dig as deep in the bigger library because things that are really specific to them are in their crew or their group for their diagnosis. I mentioned we have the games nights. We also have um, a challenge every year. Um, something where we set invite youth to be a part of and every week for four or five weeks, they get a lesson plan um, or they get a little video lesson in the email. It's done through email. We also do share it on Upopolis, but we do it through email so we can give youth who are not on Upopolis um, an opportunity to take part if it applies to them. So they get a video lesson, they get an activity that goes along with it, and there's a big overarching theme, and each day has its own theme. So we started this in 2020. You've probably maybe skipped back. You can check out some of the previous podcasts about the You Got This Challenge. But in 2020, we started it, and it was based on learning to live life in a pandemic and coping with the changes of a pandemic, changes to your schedule, changes to the way you live every day, all those things. And because that applied to every youth, we opened it up as an email campaign where we would send out to emails. So you could just email us at supportatupopolis.com. We would send them out that content so they could benefit from it. We've been doing it now for three years. And last year, building empowerment was the overarching theme. Uh, so we, we'll keep that going and we keep it open to all youth because usually they can find something they relate to it. And it's nice just to um, add that value back to the entire community. In Upopolis, the main platform, I will say this, we offer different ways to communicate because we know different youth have different comfort levels. So we have like your news feed that you'll get, that you can read what your friends and what your groups, um, what's been posted in them. We also have the ability to send like private messages back and forth. Then we have the opportunity within each group to be able to chat with the members of that group as an instant chat. And the Apopolis platform is monitored. So we're able to ensure that the youth are staying safe in there and the conversations are not 
um, causing extra stress on the recipients. So that's just something that I thought would be nice for you to know is that we do consider like different ways of learning. And so offering in different comfort levels. So offering different ways to communicate um, virtual on the actual platform. Also offering in our resource library, when we share resources, sharing about books that they could, you know, borrow from the library or pick up and read, sharing resources that are in the library that are written text, but also there are videos in there, there are games in there. So really taking into consideration that everyone has does have different learning styles and we want to ensure that we are considering those when we're sharing content. We do give them access and opportunity to be part of, like to be the expert or to be curious. So we do invite them to take part or to take over our podcast or our blog or to be a guest on those so that they can talk about their experiences. They can talk about work, what worked for them. They can explore questions that they have if there is a part of their life that they have really been doing some research on in education and they want to be able to share that. Our team will work very closely with them to help create content for our podcast, our blog, the social media. So it gives them the opportunity. Our goal, I mentioned our benefits and the outcomes, what we're aiming for. But what we're finding is that the work we're doing is evidence-based and what they're finding in the research and we're finding with our youth is that it is reducing feelings of isolation. And that was the initial goal of Eupopolis. It's giving them a community to go to. It's giving them access no matter where they live. Um, And it's simple. You just need a Wi-Fi connection. It's free. Um, you just have to ask for a referral and youth can reach out to us if they need help in figuring that out. We try to make it super easy for them while keeping it safe. Um, so it was like Cantrell um, in 2015, as well as Kahoot al 2018 had done some research and did recognize that online communities are actually decreasing that isolation. So that is exciting to hear. Um we went, our goal is to increase their competence and their acceptance and Kahoot as well. And um, Barnfather et al. in 2011, research, that research from 2018 and 2011 is showing that that is happening when youth are engaging in online communities and an increase in friendships. Um, so it's really great to know that the, res- the research is happening out there and the research is supporting the work that we're doing on the platform or by providing youth access to an online community. I'm going to leave you today with a few things. One, a little timeline of Eupopolis and two, um, two quotes that youth had when they um, had given us some feedback. One of the youth, Charlie, talked about the connections that she had made within Eupopolis are different than the ones that she makes in her school and her community because the friends she has on Eupopolis understand her and can support her in ways that most other people shouldn't be able to relate. She's definitely made some lifelong friends. Jenna shared with us that Eupopolis has helped her learn to accept and embrace who she is. She's very lucky to have Eupopolis and it has helped her to become more strong and more confident. So it's great to hear how the youth are feeling about that. And we love it when we get feedback from the youth and we do have a feedback pop up on the platform so that we can get information from them. We can get information from you, the referrers. Um, It's in the Apopolis online community. It's on our website. And then just 
I think it's important to talk about the timeline of Upopolis because we've been around for a while. Like our child life team has been around for a while. I have over 25 years experience. Um, I know Jess is over 17 years experience. All the other team members, we have six or seven child life specialists actually on our team right now. And they all have lots of experience working in tertiary care centers, working online, um, working in community organizations. And then Upopolis itself um, has been funded and supported, um, partnered with TELUS uh, for many years, 15 when it originally started. And Kids Health Links Foundation was established way back then, established the three programs, Upopolis, Upedia, and Umind. If you've not heard of Umind and Upedia, check them out. Umind is for mental health professionals or those who work with youth around mental health. And Upedia is for child life specialists. A little shout out for a webinar they had recently that was phenomenal, had lots of resources. So if you haven't, check out their webinars. But Upopolis was established in 2017. So it's been around for 15 years. We have altered and adapted. We have grown. We have expanded our team to meet the needs, to meet the changes in how youth are engaging and how technology is advancing. Um, and we started as in 20. 2007, Upopolis started as an online community to connect youth who were in hospitals. And as hospitalizations began to look different and there was more outpatient care, Upopolis changed and evolved so that it could connect all youth who are navigating medical diagnosis, whether or not they were inpatient or an outpatient. In there's been several iterations of Upopolis because as we've grown and outgrown the technology or the platform, we've had to have it redeveloped and redesigned. Um, so we are now on, I think, our third. Um, the first platform was updated um, and had a big overhaul, but then we came out with a brand new one. Um, in 2020, that's when we decided we would look at launching islands. And islands are just another part of Eupopolis that is totally separate, that's for a very specific group navigating a serious life event. And so the very first one was a grief island. And that was really a way to give youth access to resources, a child life team, peers, groups, no matter where they lived. And then in 2022, we launched our Sibling Island. Um, so as a way to connect youth, we had initially planned to launch it in 2020, but a pandemic decided to launch instead. So we have launched that Sibling Island so that youth who, especially it was really hard during a pandemic because they couldn't be at hospitals with their siblings. But we know that with siblings of youth that are navigating medical diagnosis are going through a lot as well. There's a lot of changes happening in their life a lot of questions, a lot of stresses. So giving them a place to connect. And then in 2023, launching our brand new island, which is for youth of adult patients. So adults who are going through um, a critical illness uh, are able to have their youth to be able to connect and get support online there. So that is a lot about Eupopolis and a lot about the value or what it looks like for youth when they're in it. Uh, when they're taking part. We hope that if you're not a referrer and this interests you, that th you'll reach out to us at support at upopolis.com to become a referrer. And if you have questions, uh, if you have youth um, who's interested, you can just reach out to us and we'll help support you. If you're looking for information, the online referral form is on Upopolis under the professionals tab. 
There are resources, frequently asked questions, all those things within our website on Upopolis. So please feel free to check it out. Thanks for joining us. And episode 38 will come out in two weeks time where our Child Life team will celebrate Child Life Month by sharing some of their favorite resources, whether or not they are like hard copy versions of books or uh, digital resources. So stay tuned and thank you for joining me today.